Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The following is a gopowercat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to gopowercat.com's Powercat Overtime podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC Gig Powered Studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. It's the overtime. What a great week. What a great week it's been. I've been in the yard. I've been podcasting. I've been juggling. That's a lie. I've been juggling it all. I've been tending to my dogs. A lot of that. Uh, the other night that I went to bed, I decided I'm going to change things up. I'm going to change my sleep ocean sounds to sleep thunderstorm sounds. And by God, was I confused as hell in the middle of the night when I woke up and there was a real thunderstorm. I thought, man, who turned up my music? And it was pouring in Manhattan, Kansas. Tim Fitzgerald, I almost said Riley Gates, Zach Carlson, and Ryan Gills, Gilsbert. Oh, for God's sakes. Gilbert, no Radigates. He's gone. Uh, we don't even remember who that is. I don't even know that name. Uh, he's you should gone. bleep his name out. Oh, that'd be funny. One of my favorite things I've ever done on the overtime was when I took Riley's normal speech and started bleeping things out. Because it sounded like he was just <laughs> dropping F-bombs. And anytime he put in an adjective, I bleeped it out. So, <laughs> I don't know. I like to do stuff. It's this, I better watch myself then. Exactly. I will turn you into a cursor. With your potty mouth and everything that I've been told about. And uh, we're sponsored by The Fridge. If you've got a potty mouth, get your ass into The Fridge. Tell them you want some bleeping liquor and they'll give it to you bleeping fast. The Fridge. They're bleeping fantastic. I like that. That was pretty good. I like that a lot. You can use their bleeping app, too, and bleeping website to bleep and get some bleeping good liquor and beer. Can I order liquor from the app? Yeah. Yeah, you can order anything. You can prepay it, and then you got to go pick it up. Yep. Will they bring it to my car? Yeah, they, they can, they're allowed to bring it out to the car right now. Yep. All right. See, here's, well, my, here's one of my questions about this is, how is the state of Kansas going to justify unringing this bell? If it's all yeah. right to do these things during a pandemic, what makes them so unholy to do when times are normal, if we ever have normal times again? <laughs> I mean— That's ex- exactly what I was talking about with— you know, this this un, unprecedented times call for unprecedented changes, and a lot of stuff's going to change that isn't necessarily going to go back to the way it was. And yeah. this might be one of those things. I'm never wearing pants again. I will wear <laughs> oh, no. shorts every day. Um, yeah, I'm just uh, out here being my own guy. I've worn more white T-shirts. My laundry is basically socks, shorts, and white T-shirts. That's it. And all my white T-shirts have food stains on them because I eat uh, like a slob and get food on me, which is so confusing. You'd think a guy like me would be really efficient about putting food in his mouth, but I drop a lot. That's my weight loss plan, just not make it to my mouth enough with food. Hmm. Uh, But, yeah, go to the fridge. Tell them Fitz sent you. They'll give you a 5% increase on your price. 
Wow. I know. It's, it's the opposite of a discount. If you know me, they charge you more so you don't come back. The fridge. So they can give us more. <laughs> right here at MHK. <laughs> and they will make your day happy. Yeah. That, no, whatever. Whatever. We got some good questions, I think. Uh, we had one about Brazilian waxing that we passed on uh, because Zach didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, uh, but the answer was waxing. That, in case you're wondering, is definitively <laughs> the best thing about Brazil is waxing. I would love to go to Brazil. Would you guys go to Brazil with me if I if I came into money and we could go to Carnival and would you all go down and we could just be debaucherous in Brazil together? No, yeah. probably not. I'll be down. I'll be down. I'll Brazil's, go. Just me and you. Yeah, sounds good. Brazil is not a very safe place. Oh, for God's sake. You're not sakes. safe. I know that's true, but I'm still going to be outraged by it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Nick Lucky thinks it's okay uh, to go to Mexico and sit on the beach and, you know, go out to dinner and you're not uh, in peril. And you're probably not, but maybe you are. Maybe someone just wants to make a point and say, look at that gringo. as my old West Mexican guy. Let's job his head off. I watched enough Ozark to make me kind of scared of going to Mexico. Because if I'm going to Mexico, they're going to put me in a little prison in some drug lord's mansion. I know. I was bad. play metal. Interesting music selection. maggots. Yeah, maggots are they're delicious. High in protein. <laughs> uh, I, I, I want to get going. Let's do the overtime. Here we go. All right. Well, this is our... Our Netflix Last Dance TV. What have you watched this last week discussion? Well, first of all, uh, I'm minding my own business on uh, Monday night, and our friend Ryan Lackey from Sports Information sends me a photo of Tom Keegan on The Last Dance, my buddy that was in Lawrence, did a TV show together, now works in Boston. I'll be damned if Tom Keegan isn't in The Last Dance for like three seconds when they're, they do a snippet from Chicago television and it's not Tom talking, but boy, it's Tom center frame there for about three seconds. A younger version of him. And, and Tom, honestly, if you're listening, you, you look like crap then, too. Um, and uh, But there he was, right there. That, that, that's just a an obvious, blatant play by the producers at ESPN for the female demographic, including Tom Keegan. That's just Ridiculous. So I've been watching that. Uh, I don't know if you know this about that story, but boy, they bounce around a lot. My God. I get, even, even, even though they run the timelines, and now we're going back to 93, now we're going to 98, now we're going to 91. I'm, I just get so confused. Yeah. I don't understand. Why are you doing this? I think the fifth episode was my favorite because it got into the business and the, the marketing and the, the shoe deals. Like yeah, that's, that's, your stuff. that's interesting stuff to me. So I, I enjoyed that. But, yes, the continuity is just weird. And, actually, the way they did it, though, kind of like the way they uh, they, they kind of intertwined Tony Kukoc with the uh, Olympics and kind of the stuff that Jordan was doing at the Olympics as far as, like, covering up the Reebok logo, I actually thought that that was a good flashback. And, you know, I thought that that was – that the way they intertwined Tony Kukoc into that was, was a good, right. A good play, but where they've done it elsewhere, I kind of disagree with a lot of their stuff, their editing choices, but that one was, was good. And that that's one where it, it made sense. 
I like six because it kind of got into the gambling. He is a gambling addict. Yeah. He really is, or was. I don't know. Other than that, a- I started The Sopranos. I'm enjoying it, and uh, I'm still in episode or season one, excuse me. It's good, but it kind of it kind of just drags on a little bit. I, I can't stand his mother. I just can't stand her. I just can't take it. Um, and I also started, uh, my wife and I just started another PBS show. I don't know what's going on in this household, but things have gotten weird over the quarantine. <laughs> we started World on Fire about World War II, and now we're doing a uh, the show that comes on after it, I think, on PBS, on Masterpiece Theater. Baptiste, and it's about a retired detective somehow getting into uh, the sex workers and murder and intrigue, just <laughs> massive amounts of intrigue. But it's it's been good so far. We watched a couple episodes, and that's I finally, about it. Like I said, I finally finished Ozark. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Uh, can't wait for season four. I've already got some theories on what's going to go down in season four. Um I won't say I'm here, so I don't spoil anybody. Probably some money laundering um, and murder. That's probably a safe bet. If nobody dies in season four, I'd be very disappointed. Yeah, that'd kind of be boring. Very disappointed. But you're kind of running out of characters to kill, you know? Like, ah, you can bring in new ones. Well, okay, they did bring in new ones to kill, but, you know, at least... One of the main ones got to go, right? Wouldn't you think? Well, it's kind of like uh, around our office. I mean, we had a character just disappear recently. Um, we brought in a new guy. Who knows what's going to happen to him as the story <laughs> unfolds? But no yeah, boy. Yeah, the other guy just kind of disappeared. We never really heard from the other guy. And while I was taking a break during my Ozark binge, I did watch The Inventor on HBO, the uh, Theranos Elizabeth Holmes documentary. Oh yeah, yeah. If you're familiar with with that, it was it, it was kind of long. I wouldn't say it was very. It was okay. I like I like it was good. It just they repeated themselves a lot, and it could have been it could have probably been an hour to an hour and a half instead of two hours. And I was sick of seeing so much of the same stock footage replayed over and over of Elizabeth Holmes. Like if you're having to reuse scenes and and footage and clips you probably should consider shortening your documentary up a little bit how did she pull that off for so long man i don't know even even after even after the fact like it was like discovered like the wall street journal was on her like in 15 the company didn't completely dissolve until 2018 i know like and the trial her trial was supposed to start this summer I don't know if that'll happen, but I think it's like July or August is when that'll start with him and her and that and the COO. I think both of them were the two kind of kingpins there. But man, it was <laughs> yeah. it was kind of kind of crazy. But like I had known about it for a while, so it was nice kind of seeing how the card, the House of Cards, kind of finally fell on her. Mm-hmm. Oh, guys, I watched McMillions. Oh, good. There you go. Yeah. How'd you like it? I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. It's just amazing that it happened. And then yeah. when they explained how he did it, it was so much more complex than I thought it would be. I just thought he had access to him the whole time, and they trusted him because he was head of security. But the way he pulled it off was pretty ballsy. No, I mean, yeah. The fact that he even had a, a check on him, and he was able to overcome that. 
but it's pretty easy once you figure out the code and you're set. Well, no, it was uh, it was interesting. I uh, I'm glad I didn't invest a lot of time in playing that game. <laughs> I bet you did but anyway. It's, but it's fun though. Mm, I don't know. <sighs> Yells, you got anything new yeah. cooking on the old TV set? No, you guys make me feel like I'm a loser. The only thing that I've watched in the last week is uh, The Last Dance, and that's pretty much the only reason I watch it is so we can talk about it on here. And I, I feel weird if I don't watch it, you know, but I really just don't have much interest in it. You know, the like we keep talking about, it is really – it just pisses me off how much they <laughs> bounce back and forth from 98 to 93 and all this crap. It's like, come on, man. You know, it's okay if you have a flashback or two, but, like – like what time frame are they actually on right now? I know. Like you can't even answer that. So, oh well, it's fine. It, I'm enjoying it, I guess. But you know, if they didn't have the access to the footage they have, how good would that thing, that documentary, be? I agree. They like, just real. have great interviews, which is you know that's true of any documentary. Like I'm watching yeah. Millions, and what would that documentary have been without the main FBI guy and how entertaining he was? Does Does he remind <laughs> you of Tom Gilbert? No, not really. No, because he had a potty, really? he had a potty mouth. Yeah, yeah. Tom's uh, okay. a nice, nice guy. He doesn't he doesn't curse like me. Like Tom Gilbert on caffeine. No, 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 <laughs> no. No, he would remind me more of. Uh, let me see. I can't think of anyone. Uh, he's kind of a guy. Tom's just kind of hyper. This guy just wants attention. He just kind of craves attention. He wants to be the center. Of, yeah, know. fair enough. Maybe he's like my neighbor, Crazy Will, a little bit. <laughs> okay, let's get yeah. to the questions. So now, yeah. Did your neighbor know about all these things you say about him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I tell him. Okay. <laughs> I tell him. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell his wife. Uh, and they all agree. He's crazy. And if you guys haven't seen the thread on Wabash, I did post last week. Uh, let us know what you're watching on Netflix so we can maybe find some new stuff to watch. Fitz and I, maybe... Gilbert will start watching Maybe. something. I saw, I saw my favorite show. Someone picked up on it. Um, Bosch on Amazon Prime. Love that show. Freaking love that show. I'm just heartbroken. They've canceled it. They're doing one more season, season seven, and then it's over. And I'm like, why? Mm. Why are you taking it away from me? Oh, well. Yeah, so now I'll have, to, I'll have to find something new. So hopefully I'll have something new to talk about next week. Anyway, getting into the questions. From WTDD2001, how many minutes of Korean baseball are you watching, and will you be betting on it? I'm not into this. I'm, I, well, it didn't start really late the other night. Yeah, I was up at 1 a.m. Yeah. just because I was up at 1 a.m. and it came on. So, like, I was, I had it on. I wasn't really paying close attention. I wasn't invested in it. You know, it's kind of one of those things that, like. Between a live Korean baseball game and a replayed, let's just say 2015 World Series, the, yes, it's the Royals, and yes, I'd want to watch that, but at the same time, I'm probably going to pay as close attention to both of those versus even a live sporting event now. Like, I just, even if it was MLB, like, I just don't really care that much to stay up late because it happens to be live sports. I agree. I'm not going to watch it. I'm just not into it. I, I'm, I like baseball because I know the teams and players. I don't like baseball when I don't know the teams and players. And there's no exactly. That's how I feel. But like um, when NASCAR starts up here in, in a few weeks, 
I'm not really into NASCAR that much, but I probably will have that on because that is interesting. And I do know who some of the people are. Um, and it's in America and it's at an appropriate time of day. And obviously everyone's going to be watching it. So um, I think that that's. Hello, dog. Uh, Daphne's worked up about something. The best part about Daphne think, yeah. getting up to bark at something right now is she farted right before she left. And <laughs> oh. so I'm left to sit in her own her fart and she's left. Selfish dog. She had to mark her ground. Man, it's horrible, too. She's got the worst farts right now. Forward. Yeah, but I think yeah, I think NASCAR will be. I agree. NASCAR, U, UFC. Um, I had I had WWE on last night. It wasn't live, but I was watching Raw a little bit. But man, some of some of the people on Raw now, like I don't even know who these wrestlers are, and they're just complete joke jobbers that I don't care about. So, but they are having Money in the Bank, the their pay per view this Sunday, and they're actually going to host it on top of their world headquarters in Connecticut. On top of Titan Towers will be the, the Money in the Bank ladder match. So that'll be kind of – I might actually subscribe to the WWE Network to watch that because that'll be kind of cool and unique. Maybe they'll throw someone off the top of the tower. It wouldn't surprise me if that was something that they might try editing. or They'll probably pre-shoot everything. It probably won't be live. So it wouldn't surprise me if they did do something that made it look like someone fell off the tower. I saw That'd a great kind of kind of cool. Great old school clip of Steve Austin and someone fighting on a bridge and someone got thrown over the edge and it was so obviously a dummy that went into the water. It was hysterical. It was like <laughs> I mean it was like a comedy show. Uh, you know, it looked like Saturday Night Live had done something with a person falling into the water. <laughs> Moving on from Emo Wildcat 82. I just finished my first sit-down meal in two months in the free state of Oklahoma. He went to Cheddar's. Where would you like to have your first sit-down meal? Ooh. Well, I don't think there's any doubt it's Tanner's or the high-low. Why, why would I go anywhere else? Really, no, it is Tanner's because hopefully when we have ability to go s sit in a restaurant, me sit in a restaurant, keep that in mind, that's different than, than you healthy young fellas that are on this podcast with me. When I'm healthy enough to go in and sit down, there'll be sports on TV probably. So definitely Tanner's. But also, I mean, if you want some closed quarters, a little so long and Lucha, maybe the Lucha patio would be a good move for me to get in that fresh air out there. I don't know. Uh, Gills is probably Tanner's and Pizza Hut. I was going to say Cane's because oh, yeah. you, when you guys have Cane's, you get to go or you get inside? I've eaten inside once, I think, and it was with Fitz after we did a podcast. Yeah. Well, there you go. You guys are going to meet up after this, right? But I love it when you eat it there, and that's something we don't have. You know, when you have it in the box, it gets all soggy and bleh. So that's probably my first meal. Some nice, fresh canes. Yeah. How long are you traveling with your canes box? Uh, five or Five or ten minutes, but... I promise you guys, it's a life changer. Oh, I've done it too. I've I've brought home canes and got home, and I'm like, yeah, this this is as good as I remember. But yeah, I guess yeah, I guess canes is close enough to our office that you know it's a three minute drive once you get the hot chicken, and you're just back at the office at your desk eating hot chicken. So hot chicken. I don't know, hot chicken, hot hey. chicken. What combo are you picking? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> for for me, I'd probably pick. Coco Bolos out on that patio. Yeah, now it's summer, cool. so they'll, op they'll open up the uh, 
uh, what do you call them? They're not windows. They're side panels. Drapes. Yeah, they're the side panels. Yeah, the they're plastic. Retractable... The garage doors. Yeah, they're plastic. Yeah, roll they're up. not. Yeah, they. Yeah, it's like heavy plastic. You, so you can kind of see through them, but you, they're not like windows. You can actually see. You see shapes. They're not not great. Yeah, you can see shapes. You can see shapes of cars on the outside. But it's yeah, like glaucoma. And the heaters plastic. will be off. I think it's crazy how it's, it's actually warm when it's wintertime out there when they shut everything. It's pretty they amazing product. It, I don't know how much they spent on that, that that side tent, but it's pretty amazing. But they literally doubled their capacity for for the winter. Like it's it was brilliant. It was smartest smartest move in Manhattan, I think, as far as restaurants go. Yep. Yep. I wish uh, you know there's a push right now to allow Aggieville to have the streets and. Excuse me, as a proponent, as a proponent of uh, Aggieville, I wish we had enough garage space where we could shut the streets and have uh, basically a emergency access road down the middle. But then the businesses would have all the sidewalks for themselves, and then people could walk in what are now the parking areas. Um, so I, I don't know. I wish we had that, but we don't. It would help Aggieville businesses a lot to have all that added storefront seating. If people didn't need the sidewalk to walk, I mean, think about so long and Lucha alone. It'd be incredible. I don't know. I think that'd be cool for restaurants, but on the other hand, and I don't want to speak to any business owners that are not restaurants in Aggieville, but I wonder if, if they would be proponents of trying to shut down the streets and no, improve the district. And some of the restaurants I mean, aren't either because, they want people to be able to drive up and park in front of their or, – or think they can park right in front. You know, yeah. once you've made the drive to Aggieville and you realize, right. I got to park way over here, you do it. But you think you're going to find this golden spot. So <laughs> there, there is some you controversy make, about it. Yeah. You do make a good point. But I guess that kind of goes into the, uh, the KCI argument. Oh, we don't need a new airport. Like I like parking <laughs> up close to my gate, but you pay $7 in long-term parking anyway and take a bus. And it's the same thing. So. Yeah. You know, I guess I can kind of see it that way, too. And I'll use the parking uh, from, spot. It's more expensive. It's really expensive, but, man, it's nice. And they'll they'll detail your car when you're gone if you need it. It's it's pretty slick. From Dr. J54, have there been any movie remakes that were actually better than the original? Oh. Oh. I can't. Are you thinking of any movie remakes? Well, they're not really remake remakes, but I think when Batman Begins in 2005, uh, you know, that, that Batman trilogy, yeah. I think that that was a good, uh, not necessarily an exact shot-for-shot shot remake of, it, of anything, but it was a good reboot of the Batman series, I for agree. sure. That's, I like that. I, I would agree with that. That's a good good thought. Um, and I, I would say that the James Bond movies with Daniel Craig the are the best James Bond movies. Like, he's the best Bond and you can't tell me otherwise. I agree. And I grew up with the other Bonds. I, I've always enjoyed Bond movies. Um, I'm more of the Roger Moore category in terms of my age. I mean, Sean Connery was a little bit before me, but I've seen those movies. Um, so, yeah, I, I think he's by far the best. He fits the book the best. If you, yeah, I haven't read any of the books, but people, you know, that have are familiar with the book say this is more like bond bond was not the buttoned up proper guy bond was a 
pain in the ass for everyone. So but I generally say most superhero movies made today. If there were any superhero movies that were made, you know, before or the last 10 to 15 years, I'd say that anything that's that's been in the last 10 to 15 years is probably the best superhero movie of that superhero. Yeah. That's been made. You mean as opposed to the Superman movies where you can tell they're laying on the table with a fan blowing. The, yeah. 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 That's yeah, the technology's brought them so far. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And that's kind of the star Wars movies are, you know, well, anything was better than the first when they went back and made the first three in the trilogy, yeah. the, the three periods of it. But yeah, I can't think of any other like straight up remakes I mean, they they remade like the uh, Towering Inferno, and they've kind of renamed them, but they're the same story. And then the ship, you know, the, whatever that was, the Poseidon Adventure. They kind of remade those in different ways, but I don't know. They 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 better they better not remake Die Hard. When I get old, 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 and I'm 90 years old, and they have put out a Die Hard, and people are like, this just looks like a great movie. And I'm like, no. Oh. But they make they remake Christmas movies all the time, like Home Alone. Did they remake? That? They rebooted that. Ah, they rebooted that, that recently. I think the the yeah. worst remake oh. ever isn't a movie. It is Wagon Wheel uh, by Darius Rucker. <laughs> every that's time not, I look at him, not a bad song. Every time I look at him, I want to punch him. It's like, uh, hey, we've uh, re rebooted the Bible to make it hip. Here it is, and like, no, no, you don't. <laughs> I'm kind of interested now. I'd love yeah. to see a Bible. <laughs> I actually liked the, the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory remake. I thought that, that was pretty decent. Yeah, I but, really watched it, and the first one was perfect. But that's really the only one that I can think of that was really a true remake that I've seen. But, yeah. Moving on to Chris66204. If you were a prospect... As a recruit or a draftee, how would the scout describe you in five words or less? And it does not have to be a complete sentence. And he gave some examples such as like savage, explosive, questionable decisions, or small but slow. <laughs> I, I probably would go with uh, drunk, fat, and stupid. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Um, how about... Uh, Wily, uh, efficient, because you know I'm not going back on defense. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not chasing the ball down the court if it's a breakaway. I'm not that guy. I'm that guy. Like I'll be down here, bring the ball back to me. Um, efficient and uh, uh, dead eye shooter because I was. Gills. What I think. Oh, go ahead. When I think back to high school when people like would talk to me and they'd look at me and they're like, so you play football, right? And I'm going to cheat a little bit and go more than five words, but mine would be, looks like he should play football, but he actually plays golf. <laughs> <laughs> Could use a guy like you on the team. Which is great because if, uh, you know, anything goes wrong on the course, you can go tackle people. I hated hitting people. I, know. I hated getting hit. <laughs> I hated playing football. I was a kicker. I, that's what I wanted to do. And I wasn't even the best kicker. And they just let me do it because they knew I liked doing it. <laughs> nice. Thanks, Ivan. Silent but deadly on the toilet. 
like a fart. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. Because <laughs> games like a fart. Silent but deadly. I like it. That's that's a good evaluation. I don't think anyone's going to be uh, offering us scholarships or uh, drafting us based on our evaluations. I think it's safe. From CFID, what is the sport you miss watching the most this summer? And CFID says his is tennis or hers if CFID is a, a woman. Tennis, interesting. I don't know. Uh, oh, it's summer. It's probably baseball. I mean, or the NBA yeah. championship is the only time I really watch the NBA. But, um, and the Jordan documentary is reminding me why I don't watch the NBA now. <laughs> I mean, they talk about how he went hard every night and never missed a game, and he knew people there to see him. It was the first time to get to see him, and and now we got guys that just sit out. Just I'm gonna take the night off. Um, but yeah, it's baseball I, and Royals, and not it's not like I sit down and watch all nine innings. But it's kind of nice when you're flipping around. Hey, the Royals are bad. Let me watch some of this, or if you know someone's pitching well, to go watch some of it. But let's be honest, the summer's when we watch the least amount of sports typically as a society because we're out participating in the world, not locked up inside. Yeah, I'd say baseball is probably the sport I miss the most, but it's not really the sport I watch the most, I'd say. I probably uh, like when you think of summer, I think baseball is the sport you think of, but like right now I'm missing, you know, watching Sporting KC, you know, early season um, it's really easy to watch most of the games because it's not necessarily competing with baseball. You know, once you hit the summer, it kind of competes with baseball, and it's hard to, to you know, find you, you know find it on the right channel, or you have to flip around, or it's you know super late. Um, but yeah, that, and then definitely golf. Uh, next week, I was supposed to go to the PGA Championship for a couple of days, like I've done the last couple of that's kind of become my thing to go out there so i was hoping i could go out to san francisco and walk around harding park and buy 300 dollars worth of pga championship merch and make my way back for uh, to manhattan nice i'm with you guys i think baseball is what i miss the most i mean the nba finals i really do enjoy i think they're a lot of fun but as a whole the nba is just you know it's just a lot of offense not much actual game being played so I'll go baseball as well. Nothing beats a night out at the K, um, watching the Royals lose. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I miss the most is like actually going to a game or, or just being outside and going to the lake or you know any kind of family thing. It's the summer, and that's what I miss. Luckily, I'm able to still get out and work in my yard and do those type of things, which I enjoy doing. Yards getting there because we've had more time around, uh, but. Um, I don't know. It's just this whole thing strange. If we get into football and, and football's backed up, you know, they delay the start. I think we'll I think we'll see them play a full season at some point. But if it's delayed, then when you don't have football in early September, you're going to be going, oh, my God, this sucks. What do I gamble on? Exactly. I want to go to a buck night. Yeah. I want dollar hot dogs at a Royals game. And your peanuts and your Coke. Man. Yeah. Strawberry lemonade. That's really? Go That's your play? Yeah. Yep. Play strawberry lemonade. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, strawberry lemonade doesn't really sit well in my stomach for the most part. If it's like really like a good strawberry lemonade, like a Longhorn, at Longhorn Steakhouse, they make a good strawberry lemonade, but it kind of goes right through me. 
But Tropicana Strawberry Lemonade. Oh, God. Like at a Royals game. It actually does not ruin my stomach. So I enjoy it. Is this from the fountain or they make it special in no, it's, a certain it's part a of the outfield or what? Wow. It's like right next to the, the Pepsi or the Diet Pepsi on the machine. They fill up your big old uh, plastic cup. Zach, have you ever Dang, snuck, you a little, that. snuck a little vodka into your strawberry lemonade? <laughs> Uh, not at a Royals game, but uh, I went to Chili's a couple weeks ago and uh, got some Tito's from the fridge and uh, d- did do that. It's pretty good. Did you order online on the app? Yeah, ordered on the app. That's what Fitz and I do. We'll sit in the office, talk about how we're hungry, and we look at each other and we both know exactly <laughs> where to go for dinner when we go home. Yep. Just uh, usually, like after a podcast or something, we finish up, you know, around five. Uh, I'll. When the podcast is done in the studio, it's real easy to clean up. I mean, it's all all the levels are set. Everything sounds great, unless we've had to cut something. Like I said, a bad word, which I've been known to do. I just duck over there and throw it together and order my chilies. And while it's uploading to the site and to the megaphone site, and it's twenty minutes, and I go pick up my chilies and go home. It's uh, it's magical. I'm I'm hoping now that we've been through this, more places will have that type of thing. More places will be conscious of, you know, the 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 pickup and how important it is. And I don't know. I mean, you can pick up food from a lot of places, but you got to go in. I'm so lazy. They'll bring it out to my car, which is awesome. They've got my make and model, um, which is all part of the FBI spying on me through Chili's. So as soon as I pull up, they know I'm there. And they just bring it out to me and say, here you go, fat ass, Mr. Fitzgerald. And, and uh, then apologize again for the time they left out the tortillas for my fajitas and I had a meltdown. I like how you think that the FBI is tracking you through the Chili's app and not just through you registering your car like every human being well, we, on the planet. We all know that the FBI is is monitoring this conversation because I bet you Alexa is listening right now. Alexa, are you listening? I only listen after you say the wake word. To learn more, visit Amazon.com slash Alexa Privacy. She's a liar. She's a liar. Wow. She's listening right now. I bet you I could, I could say anything like, I would love to overthrow the government, and they'll show up at my door. <laughs> no, that's not true. You've, you've seen Ozark. You know how it works. You can say whatever you want on the phone. I would love to launder money through fake businesses in the Ozarks. Nothing happens. Have you seen McMillions? They were listening. They were tapping phones. They were. I know. Yeah, that's the real FBI, though. Yeah, I was watching The Wire, and that's all what it's about. It's about the phone wires that they have up on people and trying to track all the drug people and all the the tricks. This was early cell phones, so then they started sending uh, text messages. Oh, here we go. Sending text messages. And I know, she just had to be involved. Sending text messages, and then they had to get a warrant for that. Then they started sending photos, and then they had to decipher what the photos meant. Daphne's now barking. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From from King Jim 77, he wants us to go back to Tiger King. So with Nick, Nicholas Cage is reportedly being cast as Joe Exotic oh, in a CBS series. Yes, I love it. Uh, he wants us to cast the rest of the show. Who plays Carol, Doc Annell, etc.? Oh, man. Uh, see, who could play Carol, guys? Who's crazy enough? Um, Amy Poehler, I think, would be That's not bad. close. Oh, oh, Kate McKinnon, I think, was actually someone, I think, rumored for, for something. I think Kate McKinnon. I know a lot of these people are SNL people that I'm coming up with, but I think that that should be good. There's actually some girl. I can't even. I haven't watched SNL really at all this year. But there's a new cast member this year, and on TikTok she's made these really good Carol Baskin impressions. So maybe maybe it's her. Yeah, uh, I, I think if it's only like guest appearances, Will Ferrell would be perfect for Doc Annan. Yeah, I, th- I saw a, a Reddit thread with people about the the Nick Cage thing, and I, I did see Will Ferrell in there. Uh, John Travolta's Doc Doc Annell would be not bad. I think that'd be a pretty good one. Um, not sure who else is in here that in this thread that, that would make sense, but those are the ones that I've I saw. That would be fun to cast. Would that be yeah. fun to cast? And because so many people would want to be on it, people would just be lined up. But I now if it's go ahead. If, if it's a CBS series, I feel like they're not going to be able to cuss i feel like the cussing his cussing is half of it i know wouldn't you I know. like that's something that maybe it's something they put on on cbs all access yeah. i don't know if they cuss on cbs all access yeah, but that might be do. one of those things that you, you put it put it above the top um you know behind the paywall so you can actually cuss on it and it's not over the air so i feel like that'd be might, might be a better place for it from Chris six six two zero four, which GPC, wax? That's the answer. Wax. Which GPC crew member is most affected by the J Crew bankruptcy? Uh, I don't think I've owned anything J Crew in my life. How about you boys? Uh, yeah, that would it hurts me. That's where I get my jeans. Really? Uh, yeah, you can get uh, a lot of my like plain just kind of t shirts. I'll go to J Crew. Um, those Nike shoes I have that I wore to the, uh, like I took them to the bowl games first, but I've worn them around the last few months. Those, I think I got them from Nike, but they do sell those. They, they originally were like a J crew exclusive. It's called the Nike K shot to kill shot Two. um, really kind of stylish, similar to like the Adidas Samba. And I can't think what else like new balance would make. That's kind of similar to it, but it's kind of like a classic just trainer. That was like exclusive to J Crew for the longest time, but that's that's one thing that I've got from them. Um, yeah, Gills, you weren't. Sure, your answer. It hurts me. No, nope. Zach is uh, the only Sounds one. Sounds like here. it's me. Yep. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Right. What led to this bankruptcy, Zach? 
Um, I'm not really sure, but I saw that they were trying to secure like $400 million of financing to avoid bankruptcy, but they'll probably just close some stores and go to more online. Because a lot of those J. Crew store, a lot of J. Crew stores you go to and you go in them because you see stuff online, but like the stuff you want to buy isn't even in there. So hmm. I don't know. The last time I went to J. Crew and actually spent a bunch of money, I bought uh, a blazer. It was a couple summers ago, so I could go to a wedding. I bought a nice blazer and a couple shirts. But yeah, I'm, also, I'm sad. I would like to take this moment to announce that I too am looking for $400 million in financing. For something else. <laughs> I'll, I'll be glad to discuss that with you for my new home in Belize after I secure your funding. Not Brazil? No, I can pop over to Brazil from Belize. I can hop into Mexico. I can also get to Florida pretty easily. I can, I can go to the, the Bahamas or anything in the Caribbean. Heck, I could probably make it over to uh, Spain pretty easily from Belize. Um, so I'll be pretty happy about it and this uh, investment someone's going to make in my company tim incorporated and we're going to produce <laughs> sorry i think we broke up and um <laughs> uh, and then uh we'll uh we'll make a lot of money but i need 400 million up front in financing thank you back to the podcast uh from chris 66204 what is the over-under on how many fantasy slash intramural slash slow-pitch softball teams will be named the Murder Hornets in the next calendar year? It's awesome. It's awesome. If I'm Emporia State, I change my name to the Murder Hornets. It just make you more edgy. You're an Emporia, by God. Hornets sound like kind of, you know, hey, we're going to go help pollinate. And now you're the Murder Hornets. I like it. Those things are scary. Did you see a picture of them? Yeah. Will they claw you or will they sting you or will they do both? They sting like they got their fangs and and like 50 people a year die in Asia from the murder hornets. That's not as bad as coronavirus. No, it's just (laughs) people are getting competitive. Oh, you got a pandemic. Here's some murder hornets. And pretty soon we'll have, oh, by the way, your dogs will start exploding and kill everyone in the house. They'll just come up with new stuff to scare us. Okay. From Chris66204, this is his last question. Thank you, Chris, for giving us all these questions. Where do you stand on the whole, there's no such thing as an apple core debate. If you're not familiar, the position is that the entire apple should be eaten, nothing thrown away, except maybe the stem and seeds. This is insane. But says you should eat the core around the seeds. No, so, no. have you ever tried to eat the the core, the shell and stuff around the seeds? It's, no, no, you can't. You'd have to just swallow it. I've I've never heard of this argument. I've never heard of this. I feel like Chris made this crap up. You don't eat the entire apple. You're not an animal. I don't know. Not a cartoon. Or you just swallow it whole. (laughs) That'd be kind of weird. Man, that'd be impressive. How do you digest that? That'd be no fun. Hopefully you break it down before it tries to leave. Wow. Even if you wanted to eat the whole thing, the angle, you know, the outside parts of the apple are, you know, it's hard to get your mouth in there. So that's another problem. 
That's what she said. Uh-huh. Hold on. <laughs> Eating the entire apple. Uh, <laughs> studies claim we've been eating apples wrong. Uh, if you're eating the whole apple, you might be eating it. I don't know. This isn't a recent thing. All these stories are from 19. Uh, whatever. Well, I'm not doing it. You can't make me do it. You can't make me eat the entire apple, even if you let me keep out the seeds and stems. I'm not doing it. You're nasty. Nasty. All right. Last question from King Jim 77. Last question of the podcast. Name the strangest unnecessary items you have ordered or perhaps considered for curbside pickup. His have been empty brass and smokeless powder for reloading ammunition and potting soil for his garden, garden beds. Last year, I had um, two pallets of mulch delivered to my house. They literally brought a semi down my street and a forklift. And put, and so I had mulch, and they delivered it on the hottest day of the summer last year. So they sat out. We just finished using them. Like at the, around the start of the pandemic, when I finally had some time, I ran out of the mulch that we had delivered last summer. Um, so that was a little excessive. Um but, yeah, I, I order almost anything. I was running out of stuff that I would normally just run to Walgreens to pick up, so I ordered it through Amazon. So I had, like, a leave and breathe right strips and stuff like that delivered to my house. That's I just feel lazy doing that. I don't know. I don't think I've ever actually ordered unnecessary items for, for pickup, for curbside pickup. But I have gone to Chili's for curbside pickup. And I've spent like $10 for like $25 worth of food there before because every day they'll give you some sort of reward, like a free appetizer or whatever. So, you know, you get the free appetizer and you get a three for 10, you know, you spent like 10 bucks for a ton of food, which I also have a free appetizer right now, which I might go to Chili's and do and have food for two days. Because if you order your, if you play your cards right, you can get you know, some good sides that'll keep, like the mashed potatoes. You can make like five meals out of it, plus the chips and salsa. Like, it's awesome, man. So um, I've had a crisis. This kind of spins off topic here. Uh, Chili's doesn't recognize me anymore. So I, I type in my phone number, you know, on the Chili's app, and it says that phone number doesn't exist when I try to sign in. It says we don't have that phone number in our records, so I have to go create an account. When I try to create an account with my phone number, it says that phone number is already in use. I can't. I bet you that manager, that manager you made mad about losing your tortillas, <laughs> blocked you out and hates you. Probably. That's probably what happened. Yep. I don't. You got revenge. Never see chilies from me again. It sucks. Chilies. That's what happened. I'm a bad boy. Uh, I just had dog food delivered. So um, people have been telling me, just get your dog through food through Chewy's because I hate shopping for dog food. I mean, it's heavy. And so I don't know how much. It's like 80 pounds of dog food was just delivered. The poor delivery guy. But, yeah, it's sitting on my front porch right now. I'm going to bring it in. But I'll, I'll order anything. I am really exceptionally lazy. Anything. I, I took Zach's recommendation. And I ordered uh, some Good Sense meat by the pound. $5. I've got now some ham, uh, some salami, and some bologna, and five pounds of pepper jack, and a couple loaves of bread. I'm ready to go. 
party time at the Fitzgeralds. You might want to stock up for a while now with all these these meat plants. The meat supply chain's kind of shutting down. All these grocery stores are limiting how much meat you can buy. Weird. Good sense. Good sense might be the butcher right now, and you stock up the next couple months and put it in your freezer. Weird. You know. Uh, Gills, you you order much online? Not really. I heard this one great place called Pizza Hut where you can tip your driver, but other than that, I'm not sure. That sounds that sounds sketchy. <laughs> you should do it. Well, I'll try. I'll try. We're overdue for ordering pizza. Will you deliver it if I order it from the Manhattan Pizza? Uh, I'm a- sure they'll pay for my mileage, so why not? Yeah, outside your delivery area? I don't know. <laughs> That's it for this week's Powercat Overtime Podcast. Whew. It's been a weird week, guys. It's just been a weird week. I, I, I just need to, I need to move on to another week where I can stir up trouble on Twitter because everyone tells me I need to stay at home forever and ever and ever and ever. And I guess I'm willing to do that. You've been listening to the PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. PowerCat Podcast, all rights reserved, gopowercat.com and Spirit Street Publishing. It's the NFL offseason, but on pick six, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops. Host Will Brinson, John Breach, and Tyler Sullivan are joined by analysts like Brady Quinn, Leslie Ducible, Katie Mox, and R.J. White to keep you in the loop on everything happening around the league. Whether it's free agents signing with new teams, the all-important NFL draft, or schedule release day, Pick 6 has you covered. As the face of the league changes with every team move and player pickup this spring, Pick 6 is a must-listen. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and anywhere podcasts are found.